Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. Morning Jordan. Good morning. Hello. Best day in the history of the world to be alive. <laughs> Best day in the history of the world. So good. With the world going mad at the moment. It's a top day here though, look at it out there. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Let's get into this thing. I've got to do a training session with some people um, in half an hour. So let's, perfect time. We'll stick to our 31 minutes. 31 minutes, yep. So I'm just going to go with an idea that's come with come to me today, mm-hmm. and it's the power of 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. So people talk about work, they talk about business, they talk about hobbies, they talk about their passion, they talk about all sorts of things, law of attraction. How do you put it all together, though? How do you? Well, how do you put it all together? There's so much info. Like if you get on the Instagram, you get on the YouTube – there's so much success tips. There is. So many. And so, 90% of them are from people that probably aren't even successful. Yeah, well, that's a whole other topic altogether. But there's something about focused energy in a period of time. Let, let's talk prospecting, okay? This prospecting is a bit boring for some people who aren't in real estate, who are listening to this, but they can apply it to anything. Well, prospecting is all business, It's everything, yeah. So it, it's absolutely everything. So if you're in business or you're in sales or... You know, you're in a supplying type of business. Um, you're competing. Mm. So you're competing. So in our world, we are our product. Yeah. Matt or Jordan or someone wrote the other day, Dream Team. I don't know about that. Yeah. Sometimes nightmare. But it's like, <laughs> but we're competing. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what do I bang on to you about all the time? Prospecting. Every, every day. I'm like your parents. I'm like, Jordan, yeah. have you prospected today? Because yeah. I know the value of it. Mm. But do you know a lot of people do stuff like great intentions, I want to do this, and they either don't keep it going or they don't have enough intensity within the time frame. So I have a bit of a saying, an hour of prospecting a day will change your career, two hours will change your life. Yeah. And isn't it funny that most people can't spare an hour of prospecting? Yeah. Or when they do it, the lack of preparation is astounding. So the lack of preparation is, this is their prospecting. They'll um, go, oh, okay, what will I do today? So they want to prospect between 10 and 11. Hmm, what will I do today? Charlie, what do you want to prospect today? Um, I don't know. Which street should I do? And they grab their book or they grab their, um, what do you use, computer program thing. Database. And they yeah. start looking around for a street to prospect. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes goes by. Mm, yeah. Well, maybe oh, this street will do. 18 minutes is gone. They'll make it two or three calls. Oh, I, had, I haven't got data for this one. Then they'll be like, okay, fluff around a bit more. Maybe do this part of the street. Oh, I remember that house. They'll take a phone call. Someone rings in about something else. Mm. So their hour is really how much? 10 minutes. 10 minutes yeah. of real high productive focused work. Mm. I reckon... 60 minutes of intense focus is almost like a day's work for most people. Mm. If you actually add up all the productiveness. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> this is this a lesson for you, Jordan? I, 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 I just think cold calling sucks, to be honest. I reckon the doors are a million times better. Okay, well, whatever. So yeah. that's just your young <laughs> attitude. Like, but you were like the king of phone calls. I didn't care. Yeah. Like, I didn't care. To me, I didn't care if it was a letter, if it was a door knock, if mm. it was a... I just did everything. Yeah. If it was a cold call. You hear me now with my prospecting. Well, I was, was going to ask you that because a lot of people will probably think, well, what does Matt say? What do you say? And 
I think most people that you hear prospect on the phone, it's, it sounds so robotic and you, you, you think like the person on the other end of the phone must be dying listening to yeah. this phone call. Tell me one, tell me one, what do they call them? Cold call. Cold caller or cold. No, cam, um, People call centre. Oh yeah. You know, tell me one call centre that you've loved hearing from. You hang up before you even hear their name. That's space. Hello, is that you there, Jordan? <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah, beep. but it's that space. Or what do you say? Yeah. I know what you say, but let's let's talk it through. Okay, Mr. because you're, Mrs. Dwyer. Let's yeah. use Mr. and Mrs. Dwyer. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. So, number thirty Hilltop, uh, thirty McGee Avenue. Um, so they go. I go. Oh, hi, Mrs. Dwyer. It's Matt. How are you going? Morning, Matt. Hello. How's things today? Oh, really good. We've just had a cup of tea this morning. Have you seen the beach? The surf's nice. I know. The view from your house, that's the spot to look at it. Mm. Isn't it? They've got a great view. Yeah. That's the spot. I just wanted to keep you updated, that's all. I'm just ringing to let you know what's happened around the corner. What's happening, Matt? Oh, we've just sold this property for $2.4 million and uh, it was a good price, and they would usually say... What was it? Who bought it? Oh, yeah, yeah who bought it? Blah, blah. Gee, you're doing so well. Anything else happening? Blah, 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 blah. And that's it. I don't say you want to sell. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you hear me? I'm here every day doing it. Yeah. I don't, but I've earned that place, though. All right, well, let's go back to the beginning. You don't know them. Yep. It's just... It, Hi, Jordan. It's Matt from McGrath. How are you? Hey, Matt. Good. You? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, I'm just giving you a call to let you know number 10 in your streets just sold. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it sold for 400. So I jump in before they have anything to say. Okay, just break out of that for a second. Because you know, here you go, oh yeah, and then I'll jump in and say, yeah, it sold for, because yeah. I want to keep the conversation going a little bit with you good be energy. In control. Not, not let go all awkward. Yeah. You know how you sit like on the phone with someone? So I'm constantly trying to control the energy, mm-hmm. but I'm quick. So it just sold for 450,000. I'm just letting you know. Have you had any thoughts of selling it all? Uh, no. No, no thoughts at all? No. So you know how you went, uh, no. Mm. It's that little bit of a gap that I look for. If there's a little bit of a gap, because if I go, you had any thoughts selling, they're already thinking it anyway. Mm. Why is it ringing? They're not selling. They go, no, mate, no way. But when they go, uh, no, there's a thought there somewhere. Right. May not be today. Where do you go from there then? I say, so no thoughts at all? You repeat it? Yeah, always. Straight after. No thoughts at all? Oh, well, look, I'd love to go up the coast fishing. Yeah. But my wife, she loves it here. The grandkids, you know how it is, Matt. It's it's a pain. We're in two different worlds. I'd leave tomorrow. But as you know... <laughs> but you're not in, in wife charge, of the bosses. I don't, Yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> yeah, I say, look, I get that. Oh, well, you never know what happens down the track. I'll just keep in touch with you. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Excellent. See ya. I like how you said, um, I'll just keep in touch with you. Is that all right? Yeah, always. So what's the second call then? The second call? Same. Do and you- then I'll, I'll say... Do, do you so say, let's say it's a month later. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, it's Matt. Hey, Matt. From McGrath. I have to say from McGrath. I don't know them very, like, you've yeah. got to earn that space where I just go, hi, it's Matt. So you hear me now. I always say to everyone, hi, it's Matt. I don't say McGrath. Yep. Yeah. And they will go, oh, hi, Matt, how are you going? Um, but if they're an old person, mm-hmm. and like I rang Mrs. Cork yesterday, I spoke to Mrs. Cork for 20 years, but I haven't spoke to her for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I said, hi, Mrs. Cork, it's Matt. And you can hear her thinking. Yeah. Like she's in it well into her 80s. I say, from McGrath. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah hi, Matt, how are you going? You know, because they're not, you know, sometimes their brain is not working as quickly as they want to sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, the second call to that guy would be, hey, it's Matt, just listed this one or blah, 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 just ringing through the street, whatever the reason is, and um, just seeing if anything's changed. 
Had any thoughts of selling it? No, not yet. No, man. Have, you never know. Calling. One day you'll get your fishing up the coast. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day. Uh, see how it's, over so, the years, we'll just see how it goes. So high energy, controlling the conversation, yeah. and just keep calling. Yes, but this is not a prospecting lesson. This is around intensity in time. Can I just ask you one more thing? Yeah. Because on this, because the thing with prospecting that most people don't do it is because of their fear from rejection. Yeah. And I think the phone allows for it more than the door. If you look sharp at the door, your body language seems kind and you feel like you're there with a purpose. Yeah. Like I can't remember in years the last time somebody shoved me out the door. <laughs> no, apart from a nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but because they can they can see what's happening. Yeah, like but, yeah. You're a nice person. You're so not let, there to... so let me do it to you again. Yeah, call me. Hi, Jordan. It's Matt from McGrath. Matt, stop calling me. Okay, no problem. Thanks. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to upset you. Talk to you later. And I would write them a card. Right. I'd say, look, um, good to talk today. Just want to let you know, I won't be calling you again. But if you ever need anything down the track, call me. Great. Okay. And then I'll leave it at that. And I have a list. It's a good point. We have a li- yeah. I, we have a list of people that we don't contact. Yeah. So my my technology is vastly different than yours, Jordan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. My, ours is mine is a book well, with, t- with ticks in it yeah. and scribbles, <laughs> and yours is a database electronic. Yep. Yeah. So on my book, I have little ticks and scribbles saying "Don't call." Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't take lots of notes. I actually take no notes. Mm. Um, but I'll remember them. You've got a very good memory. Yeah. 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 Um, so intensity of time. So this is not just about prospecting, but let's, let's move on to a different subject around yeah. this mm-hmm. because I think this is the key to becoming the best of the best. Yep. This is what I really do. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I thought of this is I was at Logan at the beach with Logan this morning. Yep. And, uh, he, it was interesting. So, I've got to be careful because I'm his dad mm. and he wants me to be involved in his surfing. I have been his whole life, but I'm very mindful of not being, you know, a soccer mum. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, get in there, in yeah. it. Like, I actually go, <laughs> like when I'm at comps and I, there's parents there that do that. But he's almost 18 now. So yeah. he's been competing since he was seven. He's had a lot of losses mm. most of his actual time. But mm. He's a great surfer. You mm. surf with him. Mm. And you're, you're a junior pro surfer mm. yourself and you know how much – time and effort and focus it takes yep. to compete against the best of the best, but you're always competing against the best of the best all the way through, yeah. right the way, so mm-hmm. whether it's 10-year-olds or 18-year-olds, mm. it's like there's this group of kids, people, adults, yeah. that are just the best of the best, and you've got to bring your absolute best every comp, but your comp showcases what you've been doing along the way. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. like, it, it's relentless mm. is what I'm saying. Mm. So I was at the beach with him today. And he rings me, he goes, Dad, it's not very good. Nah, 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 nah. And then he wanted to go to Wombrel and run around looking for all these different waves. Mm. And and then he was surfing and I was like, what's his intensity like? So for a start, the waves are actually all right. They weren't too mm. bad. But in his mind, oh, I need to be better. And, yeah, I, I want it to be better. better. Yeah. yeah. But they would hold a comp in that anyway. And then I said, look, I've got to go do a podcast after 45 minutes of watching him, give him you know, some feedback. And I was like, what did you learn out of this surf today? And he's like, da 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 whatever. I try and keep it a bit light. Mm. but And then I said, look, go back out and give it another half an hour of intense focus, like you're surfing in a final somewhere and you've just got to pick the best waves. Mm. Okay, so And I left the beach saying, isn't that a good lesson for life though? Because it's the intensity. He could just go out and 
spend half an hour fluffing around in the surf. Catch one or, or two waves. Pretend yeah. he's surfing against Kelly Slater in a final yep. at Huntington Beach mm. and you've got to perform. And isn't it a different mindset? Mm. Like you could be doing the same same thing in the same break in the same way, but the only difference is your thought around it, mm. the intensity around it, and your meaning around it. So um, I was like, yeah, how much – and I did think of you when you are prospecting. Mm. You annoy the hell out of me. Mm. You do. Because I know that's actually where success lays. Yeah. Success lays in the steps from prospecting. Mm. It doesn't lay in the the buyer appointments you're going to do today, mm. mostly. It's what you're proactively building in mm. momentum mm. because you get nothing back from it most of the time. Zero. Yeah, from the prospecting. Yeah. yeah. But all these years later, like I've got to jump on and do this training thing, but really all I did different was prospect like no idea, nobody else. Yeah. I was like the Kelly Slater of prospecting. Yeah. Do you know? And the, my intensity, I would sit there all day and prospect, the whole day. Mm. Like I didn't, apart from James Tossman, I don't know anyone else that has done that. I would walk the streets the entire day. Yeah. I didn't have appointments. I was new. What else mm. am I going to do? Mm. So I saw it as like this big running race. And I say to you all the time, it's a running race, Jordan. Yeah. That's all it is. And you sit there with your aviators on, you know, look, looking like, you know, you fell off a million-dollar listing in New York. But all I care about is how, how much is he prospected today? Yeah. And I say it every day, don't I? Yeah. I'm trying to teach you. It's yeah. no, no different than Logan going surfing for half an hour mm. or you doing that thing. Because if I can teach you that, you will be very successful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. doesn't matter what your listing presentation is like. I was actually thinking about all of the – I reckon half of the listings that come through for you every year are from 20 years ago. Yeah, they are. They are. It's, it's just like a big snowball effect. So let's flip it around for a minute and say you've got a normal business – or when I say normal, like a different business, mm. a donut business. Mm. There's a donut shop down the road. Yep. If, isn't it funny that people open a shop and wait for people to wander in? Yeah. It actually boggles my mind. I reckon that's most businesses, you know. Yeah, but they'll stand in there, they'll sit on their phone for half an hour while nobody's in the shop, and mm. some of them even sit on the phone when you're in your shop, mm. you know, instead of taking that opportunity when it's there. But wouldn't it be great if, you, if I owned a shop I'd have like a, a, a young person, their job is would be just to prospect for half uh, three hours a day. Well, what would you do? What would I do? Let, let's use the donut shop as an example because that's a, a product. Yeah. Lots of people sell products. If you, if you open the donut shop, shop now, brand new in town, didn't know anybody, mm. and you were just starting up, what would you do? I'd have door knockers. Really? A million percent. And so, so my, friend, my and friend owns a tyre shop. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. He owns a tyre shop. And I said to him, why don't you have an area um, strategy for your tyre shop? He goes, what do you mean? I said, why don't you like prospect to 10,000 homes around your shop and just for these people around here, every month they're getting something from you, they're, you're calling them or you're giving, you know, putting something there, knocking on their door, giving them a free tyre if they buy four or whatever. I don't know what it is. Thing. I said, over time... People will only know your business. Because mm. if you had to get, let's say you didn't know Joel mm. at all, where would you go? Where, where would you go? Like your tyre pops, where would you go? I don't know. Well, think about it. What comes to your mind straight away? Oh, well, I have a Toyota, so probably straight back to Toyota. Or, okay. Or they don't do tyres, really, like do that. that. Um, I don't know. 
Thai place? Yeah. Thai, Thai but power. how many Thai places around here? There's a lot. You've got Jack's, you've got Thai Power, you've got yeah. Bob Jane, you've got... None of them stand out. Yeah. Bob Jane, T-Mart, you know, yeah. sure, that's on the... That's um, ads, TV advertising, very expensive. Yeah. I reckon I could obliterate the rest of the Thai companies around here just by prospecting manually. Well, like, people like to deal with people, not brands. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're not going to the Bob Jane thing and saying, can you change my tyre? They go normally go to the person in there that they like yeah. and get along with. Let's say you owned a surf shop. We're in, we're in the coastal village here. Mm. Let's say This is what I mean about the power of 60 minutes. Let's mm. go back to the topic of this. Mm. Let's say I was the owner. I put all my everything in. I'm all in on this surf shop. Our mm. friend owns one down the road here. Yeah. Let's say I, I'm all in on this surf shop. I would go door knock one street a day. That's it. And what one would street. you say? Hi, I'm Matt. I own the surf shop down here. We have surf wax, leg ropes, surfboards, anything that you need with surfing. Even if I don't have it, I'll source it for you. Just want to give you my card. Come down. Um, any kid that comes down in the next month gets a free T-shirt. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. But I would do it again. and like I just keep doing it. Mm. For the first three years, I just keep doing that around a certain area. I pick my area. So whether it's Terrigal, the whole of Terrigal, every day I would just do one street a day. You know, over time, people would start to go, oh, hey, man, how are you going? What, yeah. What's happening down the surf shop? Oh, we're killing it at the moment. We've got yeah. a coffee machine there now. Come down and have a coffee with us. Yeah. Bruce, come down and have a coffee You know, on Saturday. See our new boards we've got in. We've got some unreal boards that have just come in from Channel Island, whatever. Like conversation. Mm. You're not trying to sell them anything. I tell you what, if, if you owned a surf shop and you knocked on, some, on my door, I'd go, wow. Yeah, wow. The guy from the... And I'd be at dinner going... You know the guy from the surf shop, the one that you just moved into, he knocked on my door today. Yeah. He just said he's got surfboards and things and to stop in and say hello. I'm going to go down there. I yeah. would because it's such a it's such a purple cow. Like it would shock you a bit. It would. But like you'd be it'd be really cool. You get a thousand samples of zinc, you know, like a thousand of them. Mm. And you just door knock like one that would be your thing one time. So yeah. by the time you go around Terrigal again, your next one would be give everyone a little sample. Hey, have you seen George, have you seen this zinc? It's clear, here's a sample for you. Just want to give it to you. See you later, mate. See you down the shop whenever you come down. Yeah. That's it. You're not selling nothing. You're you're doing what? You're making impact. Mm. But it's that sixty minutes. Would you do that if you owned a shop? Sixty minutes of focused attention to create thirty more contacts for your business that day. Mm. Would you? Yeah. Would your business succeed? It'd smash it. It'd kill it. No yeah. one would go to any other surf shop. Yeah. You know, you back it up by good service and you know yeah. whatever else. Once they after. come in the door, you wow, yeah. wow them. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, I was going to end on this one. So, fitness, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking about fitness because you know why I love fitness because it's visible. Mm. You can see you you can see what someone's doing. They can tell you all they want, but you can see it. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, you can't hide your work. You can't hide your work. Yeah. You can't hide your nutrition. Mm. You can't hide your fitness work. You, you know, I saw a picture of a guy who's 73 years old. His name's Kerry. Yeah. Lives in our area. Do you know him? Kerry Greentree? Maybe around. No. Anyway, 73 years old, just won the world's masters bodybuilding. Really? All natural. So I saw a picture of him yesterday. Amazing. But that guy has, has, Lived that though. Like mm. I'd known him for 25 years, sold his house 20 years ago. Mm. He's been that his whole, uh, as long as I can remember. Mm. Very difficult. So like people, how many people do we hear from? Uh, I, actually a friend come and trained with me the other day and he was like, um, 
oh, I just need to get back. He's a very successful guy. He's like, I just need to get back into fitness. Like I yeah. have to. I've just let myself go. Or he doesn't look bad. It just mm. in his mind, he's yeah. like not living to the mm. standard. Would you dedicate one hour a day to your health and fitness and intensity around a longer, more vibrant life? It's like the only hour that makes sense. Well, it so sort of does. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? But well, you can't do anything else if you're not healthy. No. Or you're dead. And the good thing is you can do less than that. You can do 31 minutes. Yeah. But that, that one hour of owning it, by the time you get to the gym, get in there or go for a walk or do something, you don't have to be a, a, a bodybuilding athlete. Yeah. Just something that's going to push you a little bit further, that's going to move you forward so you feel better because it, it ripples out across the you whole You know what Joe life. Rogan says? He's got a quote. He says, you want to change your life, move your body for an hour a day. There you go. Never listen to Joe Rogan, but yeah. yeah, there you go. Hi, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but but isn't it funny how yeah. we won't own? So if you owned an hour for your fitness, an hour for your family, an hour for your work, prospecting, and an hour for whatever else, taking care of other clients, whatever it's going to be for you, mm. four hours a day, I reckon you will become one of the most successful individuals that you know. Mm. But every day. I agree with you. Not Not... For three months. Yeah. Every day. And that's the tricky thing. Most people get a burst and then sort of die back out. They do. I'm going to leave, I'm going to end it on this. It was a short one today, but I'm going to end it on a Charles Tarby quote. Talks about character. And he said, um, character is to, great character is to continue, continue on with the commitment long after the excitement of the feeling when you said it has gone. Does that make sense? Very cool. And do you get that? Yeah. So we all get excited when we set a goal. But I want to talk to the person that's been doing it five years later, long after that excitement's gone, but the commitment's overridden the excitement. And the excitement is about making it a part of your life. So I don't think goal setting is accurate. I think initial goal setting is fine, but then you've got to blend it into your lifestyle. Then you'll become successful.